Oh, here we go again. Hey, everybody. Here we are again. This is Your Two Dads. It's me. It's Dan. And it's uh, another interview, another one of our fatherly series of interviews. Uh, I don't really have a cool name for that yet. Maybe I'll come up with something that strikes a chord with listeners all across the nation. But until then, it's just a series of interviews we do with dads from all around the world. And right now we got another awesome dad from Washington State. His name is Philip Parker, and he's the owner and producer of the Unscripted Perspective. What's going on, man? How's it going? Hey, how's it going? This is um, this is a new a new dynamic for me. Normally, I'm running the show, so uh, I'm I'm up for anything, my friend. Right on. Yeah, you were mentioning how you're you've been interviewing all week. Yeah, yeah. Three dads in a room is always a uh, is always um. It's like um lighting a grenade or a, a stick of dynamite or whatever. Yeah, it's uh it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm, I'll be surprised if we don't start uh, throwing dad jokes at each other like grenades. <laughs> so, oh man, we start out. We get uh, as I was mentioning earlier. Uh, I guess before we started, I don't even remember now. But we get uh, all of our real in, uh, spicy questions from your introduction. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I saw on Facebook, at least I think I saw um, that you were originally from Ireland. Yeah, um, yeah. I try and hide the accent quite a bit, but um, yes, I am Irish. Uh, been living in the states for well, kind of a broken thirteen, fourteen years now. Um, I was in Ireland quite recently, just got back about seven months ago because of uh, my parents, uh, COVID and all that fun stuff. I had to go over and take care of them. But um, yeah, uh, I'm Irish for my sins. Um, (laughs) I'm a former, I'm a former stand-up comic of seven years. Uh, That's another term for a failed stand-up comic for those of (laughs) us who are taking notes. I am a comedy writer now um i'm also writing a children's book um i have the unscripted perspective podcast which keeps me pretty busy um and then i've just launched a new project called rory stories which is a kids podcast uh, inspired by my son rory who's four years of age who loves to hear stories going to bed um basically our belief is that every kid should or deserves to hear um, a story at bedtime or a story whenever they want during COVID. My son at four years of age noticed that kids in his class were not getting read stories going to bed and he he wanted to change that. So at four years of age, we made our first podcast. I did see that it was basically his idea to do this and that he has, you know, taken a pretty decent size, you know, part of the of it on his shoulders. Uh, yeah, you know, recording he did. A couple he did. Things. He's the intro, the outro. He picked the the um, the little jingle in the in the beginning, and um, all the books that get read are vetted by him. So if if they're liked, then they get on there. So there you go. Nice. Well, I mean, okay, I don't know if all four year four year olds are that smart, but really, your son <laughs> seems like extraordinarily intelligent for his age. Uh, like I, my my son is two or will be two in July, and I, I mean, I try to picture him at four, and I just don't see him, you know, having the uh, the mind frame to to help me put together a podcast <laughs> right he's he's um he's very culturally diverse he's traveled the world at four years of age he's been to florida been to ireland england portugal he's been on a cruise ship i mean jesus the guy is uh the guy's been to more places than i have at his age so yeah <laughs> wow 
And and trust me, the things he comes out with, you're okay. Um, <laughs> sure, he knows cool. how to use an iPad better than me. So there you go. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that, that that's the way it goes uh, these days. They learn so fast. I, I'm told yeah. that we picked up like Nintendo and stuff just as just as quickly, but I don't I don't see the uh, the comparison with. Oh, the he's got Xbox nowadays. down. Yeah, I had to give him my old Xbox. That was the end of that <laughs> conversation. Yeah, pretty much. I was going to trade it in, but um, he quickly uh, vetoed that decision. So there you go. <laughs> right on. Yeah, already playing Xbox before. That's. Um, I, I mean, I I see my son, you know, watching the Blippy on on the phone and stuff, and I know it's just a matter of time before he moves on to the our oh, um, our Nintendo Blippi's whatever it, it is. Dude. I don't even have. We have a Nintendo. I don't even know what it's called. Is it the Wii? The, the DS? I don't the know. Switch. Called Probably the Switch. Switch. Yeah. yeah. Switch. Yeah. That's what. That's so generic. Like I can't. It doesn't click in my name. Like, yeah. I mean, it's where... they, they just literally just go around the house picking. Um, let's see. Uh, next n- next one coming out is probably going to be uh, candlestick or you know it's just <laughs> door that's actually not bad. Or... That, like I can see that. Like because that makes that makes me think of like Luigi's Mansion or or something like that. So I mean that definitely has <laughs> right, like, a right. connotation. Right. Um, okay. Well, I've kind of um, hogged a little bit of the conversation. I'm learning to share more of this with with my <laughs> co-host. So, Dan, uh, do you want to take it for a little bit? Do you have anything you wanted to uh, get out of the way first? Uh, yeah, sure. How how long did you live in Ireland before you moved? Um, well, the first stint, I was actually um, I grew up in Ireland, so my whole life really um, until so I got here. 2010 was when I first arrived in America. Yeah. Right so, yeah, it's um, it's been a uh, it's been a very interesting ride. I've seen the <laughs> I've seen the U.S. in its glory, and um, yeah, yeah. And, now, and now we're now we're seeing the present the present state. But um, yeah, no, I I I love it here. America is where it's at. I mean, it's the land of opportunity. I don't know how many uh, people have managed to travel outside the U.S. It's scary, actually, when I meet people that haven't even left their state. But um, yeah, for me. You know, um, as much as America has its little flaws and there's things going on, um, Europe, the world just has so much more going on right now. I mean, the Ukraine war and everything is just decimating Europe to where cost of living is so high. It's impossible to to really maintain. Governments are on their knees. Um, so when everyone's kind of cribbing about the the price of gas, I, I just remind everyone in, <laughs> in Europe, it's like the equivalent of about. Thirteen dollars a gallon. So you guys just need to just wow. hush up a moment. Yeah, my kind of not to get too deep into it. My philosophy is, I, I mean, I kind of have a say because I vote, but that's a, even getting a little shaky now. But uh, I mean, I can't change it by by complaining to anybody. So I just have to. It's kind of it is what it is. Yeah, it sucks, but that's life. Life kind of sucks. You know, you find your your high moments, but. Right, life on the whole, kind of. I mean, it is what you make of it, but you know, you get up, you go to work, and it's it's right. Just a, it's just a grind, and um, you just kind of got to go with it. So life give you lemons, you make lemonade. That's kind of how yeah, it is. Pretty much, pretty much it. Yeah. So, um, all right. So you said you've uh, you've traveled back to Ireland a few times, right? Yes, we actually uh, got married in Ireland, um, and then too much details, but um, <laughs> Rory was conceived over there, so there you go. Nice. It's, it's, <laughs> Ireland is the core of our relationship, really. So. <laughs> but yeah, no, and then obviously, most recently, um, just came back. So um, right. 
you know, uh, Ireland is a great place. It, it's a, it's a, an amazing country. Um, I just feel that unfortunately economically right now, it's just impossible for anyone to live there, but, um, people are doing it like businesses are closing early because the electricity is too high. You know, it's, right. it's just, um, it really is an eye opener of kind of how great we have it here when you see what's going on in, in different parts of the world. Right. Okay. Um, one last thing about that and then I'll turn it back over. Um, I've had a few family members and friends go to Ireland in the past, probably pre-COVID. It's, I've never been. I'd love, I'd love to go. It's, I'm intrigued by it. I've seen pictures and, and, and videos and stuff of just the, the landscape. And I, I grew up kind of not like that, but I grew up in a, in a smaller area than where I'm at now. If I were ever to get the chance to go, what is the one thing I need to do as a tourist in Ireland? If you if you want to get the true heart of Ireland, I would say go on a pub crawl with some locals. Right on. I mean, uh, for 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 I mean for, for tourism, I mean you can go and see castles, you can do all that. But if you really want to hear see the true spirit, if you're if you're with the, depending on who you're with, if you're with your family, then um, that's a different kind of a holiday. <laughs> but um, if you can do it, definitely go with the guys and go out for a pub crawl, and you will definitely 100% know what Ireland is like because it's you make friends I mean the last night I was in Ireland I had to say goodbye to my best friend um, and we went out and man well needless to say we got very drunk but the the amount of fun that we had and the people that you met I mean I made 10 new friends just just going out for for drinks we still keep in touch um, we're whatsapp you know all that kind of stuff I met more Americans in that bar than I did Irish people but you know it's it's just it's just the way of the it's the way of the culture over there you know you meet so many foreigners um but it's it's just a great great atmosphere it's all about the atmosphere everybody says it it's the people that you go and see it's the country is just the backdrop to it and the history is the backdrop but the people are what make it as good as it is right on yeah uh, everybody that i know that's gone has told me to go to the guinness factory yes that was well, that was I my mean, assumption, but you know, <laughs> it's it's um, it, hey, it it kind of it's the same kind of thing. It's uh, yeah. it's based around alcohol, so <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> right, right. My only problem with the pub crawl is that I don't have any friends that would go, and I don't have any friends there. So well, it's very myself. easy. Walk into a pub, introduce yourself. Hey, I'm American, and you've made about ten friends just by saying that. <laughs> uh, that's it's good to know that I wouldn't have made ten enemies. I, I'm always a little bit iffy on uh, when I go to other countries, you know, how I'm going to be received. I've only been to a few different places and, and they've all been, you know, relatively friendly for the most part. But that being said, you know, I still Dan has a question that um, he may or may not ask you about uh, what you're it, maybe not you necessarily because you've been here for a while. But the people that you still um, you actually I guess you've answered it really. Um, he He wants to know, you know. By and large, with our international guests, he likes to ask what your experiences are, what your beliefs are as far as uh, Americans are concerned. And it's um, it's good to know that uh, the Irish people tend to still have a uh, positive view of us, at least enough. To, oh, yeah. You know, no, the positivity is huge. Like the Irish love America. It's it's always been, I guess, it's the land of opportunity. It's always has been, you know, um, as much as we're we're kind of at the front row of the show most of the time um when you think about it cuz you know everything that you got to look at it this way if america sneezes the world catches a cold it's kind of how it works <laughs> just because just because you guys are a superpower you're 
you, you know, you kind of dictate the the tone of the the party at the end of the day. So um, we we definitely respect everything that goes on here. But you know, there's always there's always the you know throughout the years, you know, all the different presidents and all the. I mean, kind of do really well at making fun of yourselves sometimes. But it's we still love the American culture. We love visiting. We you know, there's just so much to America. Everyone tells me my God, America doesn't have any history. It's so not true. So not true. <laughs> Every time I have this similar conversation, all I can think of is that Mel Gibson movie, The Patriot, where um, I think Mel Gibson just hates the English or something because in, in two of his biggest movies, he's just slaughtering English people. But um, to be honest, um, the, the the real history is that, you know, um, they were offering land to English over here when they were they didn't have a right to. So then you have a lot of English history and a lot of stuff is kind of scattered around the country. So you see a lot of history just from that. But when, when people say history, I think a lot of the time they're kind of miss, they're misinterpreting what history means. It's more culture, more, uh, more of that. Cause when I go into a building that, you know, Mark Twain was in or stuff that just kind of is the history of your nation, not, not, not necessarily a castle or a Viking. It has a lot of depth to it. So I think, I think people just need to get out more and maybe read yeah. a book or two. <laughs> history is history. People have a lot of respect for it because it's where we came from. It's kind of oh, what, yeah. it's what makes us who we are, which why I laugh so hard when you look at Disney plus movies now and they have a little disclaimer and they're warning you that they don't necessarily support the history. You have to, you have to just get behind what's happened. Yes. Things have changed. Yes. Attitudes have changed and views have changed, but you know what? We came from where we came from. Stop denying our history and our culture yep. and just run with it. You know? Yep. It's there for a reason. It's there to learn from. So we don't do it again in the future. I mean, the history of the South, that's not right up there, but it's, it's up there and that, you know, we, yeah, we need to learn. We need to learn not to do that again. And thank God it hasn't happened since. But, um, you know, we have these people not to get too into it, but tearing down monuments. It's like, no, we need to. That's there for a reason. Like, leave it alone. Yeah. We we put lifeboats on on massive ships because the Titanic sunk. We learn from our mistakes. And, yeah, we made, yep. a, um, made yeah. a lot of mistakes. We made Absolutely. a lot of mistakes. So if you're not willing to learn from your mistakes and acknowledge that they existed, then you know, what are we doing? I mean, it's the same thing, yeah. you know, we're, 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 we're all dads here. It's like you learn hot and cold from burning your hand. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, not to, I'm trying to bring it full circle because we're, no, you know, yeah, we're going off on a, yeah, on a, on a war we tangent, are. but you know, it's, it's like, um, to sound like one of our regular episodes. <laughs> on some crazy tangents. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it is, it's the truth. You know, you, you learn yeah. from hot and cold by burning your hand and that's just how it is. It's like yep. today, uh, Rory was out the back helping grandma just do some uh, gardening and he has the hammer and he, act, he, yeah, it was an accident, <laughs> but he hit his finger and he, he learned not to do that again. You know, it's, yeah. just, <laughs> it, it's sore and he's got a sore finger, but Hey, that's life, dude. You, you learn, yeah. you learn from your mistakes. He won't do that again. Yeah. Well, bringing it back to dads, uh, I have a question. What is the best piece of advice that somebody gave you uh, either when you found out you were having having children or a child or right after they were brought into the world? Um, I don't think I ever, you know, that that's one thing 
that's one thing I didn't ever get from anybody um, is advice about being a parent. Cause honestly, I don't do well with advice with that kind of stuff. I'll be honest. I was so in, enamored by, you know, we've all done this. Um, you get handed your, your baby and you're just, you're just like uh, it. Um, I don't know if you can curse on this. Oh yeah. <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Um, shit gets real. You know what I mean? You're just kind of like, okay, so everything that I knew <laughs> now is out the window and oxygen that I need is no longer necessary. You know, uh, you forget <laughs> to f- feed yourself. Um, sleep is just what is sleep. I don't even know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you, you just, you deprioritize yourself. Um, so, I mean, advice, the advice I have is just to, everybody so for me i was very lucky um i have amazing i have amazing parents i mean every parents have flaws and um you know my parents were certainly not perfect but i was loved very much by my parents and that that's kind of it for me like as long as they know as long as they don't they don't like get hurt or whatever as long as they're happy you know my whole thing is just love is what is the center of everything you don't have to have a mansion you don't have to have a million one toys from the most current franchise out there. If you're present as a parent, you're, you're doing well because they just need to feel your love. That's it. For me, you know, I'm my biggest pet peeve is the deadbeat dads that don't stand up and be counted because preach dude, like it's, I have so many friends, really close friends of mine that have are going through this right now where dads are just not stepping up to the plate. And it's, it's that. That is the difference. Yep. If my advice is to anybody who is a dad, just be there. That's it. Be there. You answered two questions because I had what you would give someone. So thank you for that. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Seamless. Well, you know, it, it, it's something I'm re- pretty passionate about, and why actually I wanted to yeah. be on here because you guys are cool. I've listened to a bunch of your podcasts and. You know, one of the things oh, that you. resonates the most is that you, you guys have the same kind of belief system that I have. You know, it's it's such a big deal being present for your kids. Like it is such a big deal. If you're not yeah. present for your kids, you're you're just you're filling the world with assholes. And we have enough of those. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we do. <laughs> we got enough assholes in the world. We're, we don't need yeah. to do any more. Like seriously. And um speaking to your parents aren't perfect, um, on my end, I was just a little bit of history on me. I, you know, my parents split early on. I was young and my dad moved actually where I live now. That's one of the, that's really the main reason I'm here. He left when I was 11. So that was like my coming into my formative years and where I really needed a strong father figure in my life. And the ones not to diss my mom, but she's not perfect either. But the one, the one she brought in was not, not the right right guy. But even though my dad, he moved one a thousand miles away, which is which sucked for me and it sucked for him because we were close and we still are to this day. I live probably five miles from him now. He always made sure like we we called every week. We I think it was Sunday evening. We would always talk on the phone. Every time he would come home to visit, he would always make plans with my mom to like, hey, I want him for a week or even just a day. And he would always make a point to to see me and to call me and to check on me and you know, he wasn't there physically, but he was always there. He's like, Hey, if you ever need me, you have my number, call me. He wasn't the deadbeat, but he was, he was, he tried to do the best he could with where, where he was. And, you know, that's something that I took from him. No matter what your situation is, you've got to be there for your kid. 100%. They didn't ask to be brought here. You, you made that choice to bring him here. So, 
you got to be there for him no matter what. Yeah. Well, I can tell you right now, he's definitely not a deadbeat because um, no. anyone that can maintain that kind of commitment thousands of miles away is um, major respect for them. Um, oh, yeah. But, you know, look, life is shit, dude. It, it, it throws <laughs> you cur- it curl. It, it just there's curveballs coming at you at all at all times. And you got to you got to duck and weave and do a bit of Neo from the Matrix um, <laughs> move every now and again. And it's it's really tough. But that's it. Like. For me, I, I'm a dad now. I'm acknowledging the fact that parents, you're not going to be perfect. There's no way you can be perfect. There's not one thing. Your baby is born as a Rubik's cube that hasn't been touched. And there is nothing you can do to stop that from <laughs> just screwing it all up. But you, what you can do is give them building blocks to be somewhat sane and, and have a kind of a path that is not so crazy, I suppose. I don't know. It's you just got to guide them the best way you can. I mean, nobody's perfect. Like if you telling that story is, is, is a testament to your dad. I mean, let's put it that way. You're, you know, a lot of people are not mature enough to actually see the the goodness behind some of the things that have happened in their life, but you see that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to uh, the dad this morning in another interview and we talked about how, you know, as cliche as it sounds, it's up to you to be the, the model of what, a good person is if you don't give that to your son, to your daughter, then they're not, they're not going to know they're going to, you know, they're going to look elsewhere for it. And there's enough problems here, uh, you know, already. And it's on us to, to try to raise good kids. I'm not going to say better kids because, you know, there've been good kids throughout the ages and there, you know, there's good kids next door. There's good kids down the street. I'm just saying, you know, we, we need, we need to do all that we can and it's not just about telling them, hey, you know, this is what you do uh, as opposed to that. You have to you have to live that. You have to show them, you know, with your own actions that uh, the right way and, and to keep them from the wrong way. Like you guys were saying, it's it's on the dad to be present and, and to do that. And even if he's not there to still do what he can to make that impact, that positive influence on his on his uh, son or daughter. Right, right. hundred percent. And and it is a major major part of formative psychological stuff that needs to happen in everyone's everyone's life they need some kind of a parenting figure and you know let's okay let's let's include everyone in this because dads come in all forms and i'm talking about like two parenting figures that can actually support their 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 kids in in making good decisions and giving them the preparation they need to navigate this pretty crazy world that we're living in right now so that's kind of that's kind of where it is right now you're 100 percent correct it doesn't matter what parent you speak with the best advice that anyone can give anyone is just give them the love that they deserve and show them what not to do i suppose because <laughs> uh yeah it's it's tough out there it really is and lots of disney disney seems to be really good um i don't know <laughs> I don't know if this is coming up in a question or whatever, but good God, Bluey is like on oh my, God. my house all <laughs> the f- time. Like, yeah, I'm walking down the street and literally I'm singing the theme tune and I'm like, what is going on? I can't get it on my I'm like, okay, um, great. But, you know, you sit there and Blippi's the same thing. You put them in front of good content. man. Yes, we are Blippi and Bluey house. Yeah, dude, it's it's 
you got to put them in front of good content. If they're watching good content, you're good. My kid knows the ABCs, knows how to count, knows how to do shit that I didn't know what, what was what when I was four. And it's all because of Blippi and um, Miss Rachel or whatever. Rachel. And, yeah, and, um, and Bluey. Yeah. My, my daughter's been on a, she's been on a Miss Rachel kick for weeks now. <laughs> I, go ahead. Yeah. We, well, I was just going to say that we, we've kind of felt like here lately that Miss Rachel is, just not exciting enough for him like blippy mm-hmm. he's got you know construction and and monster trucks and like jack's favorite word jack jack's uh my son's name is jackson i call him jack his favorite word right now is either fire truck or big truck which means you know monster truck and that's right. all he wants to see on tv is just blippy like doing all kinds of monster truck stuff <laughs> right. so it's really hard for us to put him back in front of miss rachel uh or uh, there's another one uh, or two others that we uh, that were just basically like her. I would love to give them a shout out to our massive listenership, but I'm sorry, ladies, I, I just don't remember your names. But Blippi is huge, dude. Like he started from. I'm like, I I, I watch it and it's like, okay, are you are you on drugs or something? <laughs> like, uh, like, it just it got, it has a vibe of Pee Wee Herman to it, and it's just like yes, yeah, yes, yeah. I, totally. I swear, I feel like when I first watched it, when I first watched it, that's what I was thinking. But uh, I like we, both me and my wife were kind of going, "Is this is this okay to watch?" Like, and then all of a sudden, it just it, I mean, it's incredible. He's he's uh, sold the the rights and everything. He's done tons and tons and tons of money uh, with moon. I think it's moon bug or whatever the, the the distribution company is. They now have Mika, they have Blippi, they have the Brazilian Portuguese equivalent. They're going multinational with it. I mean, obviously kids need this stuff. I mean, Gary Vaynerchuk, who is one of my favorite influencers of all time, um, says if you're telling your kids to get off technology and pulling them away from streaming devices and just trying to keep them away from what essentially is prevalent in the world today, what world do you think they're growing up in? You know, so let's call a spade a spade, guys. I understand 100%. When my kid is on the Xbox or on the iPad too much, he is an asshole. Oh my gosh. But if you monitor that and you have the right kind of be a parent jesus this is what we're talking about isn't it like if you in small quantities it's not that bad like let them let them learn let them soak that in let them get the right stuff the good content the abc mouse whatever whatever uh app you got going just let it happen that your kids are going to learn and do you want them to learn the the stupid shit that's on the tv on on terrestrial tv or do you want them to get what you can out of blippy and to be honest i never thought i'd hear myself say this uh if you asked me this a few years ago i probably would have said no but blippy's kind of it like he kind of does the right thing he's really crazy and i'm pretty sure my kid has learned a lot of his dance moves from him but yeah <laughs> hey let's 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 call a spade a spade blippy is it I love me some Blippy. That man is a genius. And if, like, he's so physically talented. Like he's always moving. He's, he's like in great shape. And they got an actor that's exactly like him. How did they do that? <laughs> they have a, I, I don't know. They have that's a dude that literally does exactly the same. So he's going on tour. He's got like cartoons. He's got, um, this Amazon show with Mika. Like this guy is just, I'm like, what have I done with my life that I have not come up with this beforehand? It's crazy. <laughs> He's got way more energy than I could ever have. I saw him yeah. in it. He did this. I'm getting off topic again. But he, he went to this like 
uh, firehouse and he he did every single exercise that they had in in the little gym that the firehouse had and he was clearly like not having <laughs> I remember that episode. Yeah, I've seen that episode. I've seen pretty much every episode. We watch I feel like we're missing some episodes because we just seem to watch the same ones again and again and again. <laughs> but anyways, I won't say we got off track because this is just what we do. This is like <laughs> yeah. a regular episode, really. So this is just like in line with with the normal uh, sort of thing we I think in one of our our uh, practice episodes, the first four that are shitty audio, I think I called us a lazy river as a show. So just sit back and flow with it, <laughs> dude. This is this this is the best kind of podcast there is. And for for listeners who are listening right now, they wow. know they know I'm not lying because the unscripted stuff is where it's at. That's why I do. Uh, that's why the, the podcast I make is the same thing. It's you know, it's authentic. It's people having a conversation about real topics. It's yeah, okay, there's a little guideline. I'm sure you got a bunch of questions or whatever, but you know, it, it leads into this the the real conversations. And that's hey, lazy river or not, like I I respect both of you guys. It's a great podcast. So keep doing what Thank you, you do. Thank you. Well, I really appreciate that. Um yeah. we are coming down to you know, I don't really know. Did we decide did we decide whether it keeps recording when the timer stops? Yeah, we tried that last time we had a, a night episode or a night All interview. Right, so um there's just like a couple things that I wanted to get to real quickly um, before we give you the floor to to talk about whatever uh, that you may have not yet spoken on or anything that you wanted to uh, to give more input on. I cool. in particular wanted uh, wanted to hear you talk a little bit more about your uh, podcast. But be that yeah. as it may, I actually had quite a few questions, you know, that I could have went to, but they're just fillers and and just things that kind of give us um you know a better idea of who you are. And Dan, Dan probably knows already where I'm going with this, but there's <laughs> one question that I've tried to develop that I could just feel comfortable asking any dad that we talk to. And and the one I'm about to ask you is not that question. The, the dad today, I did not feel comfortable asking him that, <laughs> but I feel like at the very least, you're just going to say no and we'll move on. So that's, that's totally fine. Go ahead. Uh, one of my personal, I guess, interests and, and Take that with a grain of salt because I'm not going to be ever see, uh, watch like you're not going to catch me watching uh, in any horror movies, really. Uh, if I'm watching a horror movie, it's something that I saw as a child, like Jaws or Nightmare on Elm Street or something along those lines. The new the new stuff, I just it's just either too gory or too violent or too scary, what, whatever the case may be. But with that being said, do you personally have any cool uh, paranormal stories that you're willing to share with us with whether it be uh, something to do with aliens, something to do with ghosts, uh, something to do with, you know, anything in between. Is there anything that, um, that you know, you've ex- uh, experienced between your travels from, from Ireland to, to Washington to everywhere in between that, uh, that you would uh, consider to be, you know, touching the other realm, so to speak. Honestly, I'm pretty boring. Um, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a big scaredy cat. Like, um, I, I suppose the nearest thing that I have to that is, um, uh, when I was 20, um, I almost died from meningitis and, um, I, I was in a coma for, whew, I'd say it was almost four or five days. And I'm convinced I'm 100% convinced that I saw my, my grand, uh, both of them actually. So, so I've had uh, a paranormal investigators on my show and I can tell you right now, I'm a 1 million percent believer in, in all that stuff. And it scares the living shit out of me. I'll be honest, especially when you hear paranormal investigators talking about stuff that is dark and fucking weird and 
um, the entities in the room and voices saying get out i'm like okay um can we can we just back this shit up like um there's some serious stuff out there and am i saying that you need to live in fear hell no of course not um most things most paranormal stuff from from just speaking with the guys that i've had on they're not going to be concerned with you they're just going about their weird existence and um it's it's just the way it is but there are there are really shitty just like people i guess there's really shitty ghosts out there <laughs> you know what i mean like um good way to put it one of my guests she's from um ghost biker stories god uh, you know i'm i'm the worst at remembering shit like that but yeah it's she's she's one of the best people i've 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 had two great paranormal investigators on the show and they've just become really good friends of mine they have they've started up they've actually bought like old there's an old jail and they've bought like um, a bunch of other property that's been haunted and they're kind of doing historical tours during the day for schools. And then at nighttime, they're scaring the shit out of you. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, no, they, the, one of the stories was she was staying in this house. Now bear in mind, she's been told that there's demonic presence in the house. You've lost me at that point. You know what I mean? It's like, if someone goes, Hey, there's a, there's a ghost in there. And at nighttime, it literally slams doors and screams that you get out. Like, um, yeah, you're good. Cool. All right. That's all I needed. I'll just uh, take your word for it and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, but she literally had to seek like religious, um, help because damn, um, she felt like she was almost possessed. She went through a bunch of stuff that was just so creepy. Yeah, I'll have to um I'll have to shoot you some links cuz uh the, they do oh, like video episode. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude, yeah, 100%. And just as she's telling me the story, so we don't record video kind of like you guys. We don't record video or post a video, but while we're having this conversation, like the lights go out in our house and I'm like it's like, <laughs> I'm just sitting there going shit okay that just no like no she's talking wow. about this demonic shit and the lights flicker behind her turns out it was a car but like to me i'm going <sighs> the setting wow. was just perfect Do you yeah know what I mean? i'm just like oh shit here we go <laughs> but um yeah look it's um they're amazing the soul sisters um and then uh ghost bikers um they're just oh my gosh the the people that do this work are crazy they're like you know you know those um storm chasers they're the same kind of thing dude what the fuck are you doing like what's <laughs> an after this shit like just look at the weather man that's all you need to know just stay indoors don't fucking do anything stupid and you're hopping in a car and chasing after a tornado like come on it's the same idea i if you say to me there's a demon in the house you will never ever ever see me in that fucking house. <laughs> that simple so yeah it's not really an experience but um yeah, I don't know if I answered your question or not, but I, I kind of went off on one there. You gave me a cool story. That was good enough. All right. Uh, cool. Do you have anything, Dan? Uh, no. Oh, well, yeah, one more thing. Kind of on the lines of the tourists in Ireland thing. If we were ever to come visit you, what's the one thing in Washington we should go do? The one thing in Washington. God, there's really fuck all in Washington. <laughs> um, sorry, Washington. Listeners, um, there really is a lot to do in Washington as far as like, I mean, if you're not used to having open spaces and stuff, for me, Washington is, it's kind of like Ireland. It's just green. It's just got that 
great feel to it. Um, and I haven't been everywhere in the US. So like people come out to me and say, yeah, that's kind of like over here. And I was like, oh, okay, great. So I'm in the most ununique place in the, in the, in the country. Yeah. For me, Washington is just, I suppose I'm, I'm in Vancouver, Washington. So it's more Portland than Washington, if you know what I mean. Like it's Portland, Vancouver. It's kind of Oregon more than Washington, if I'm being honest. Cause you, cr- I cross the bridge every day going to work. Oregon, I would tell you that just the wineries, the, there's so much like um, Multnomah Falls. There's just a bunch of really picturesque places you can go. Um, that's kind of where I would go. But yeah, I had the same struggle when I was when I had my parents over. I was like, shit, what do we do? Yeah, there's a mountain over there. Let's go up there. That's cool. Um, Mount Hood is pretty amazing. Everyone that comes here just loves Portland for the people. It's kind of kind of where it is right now. But um, I would just go hang out, find a few good Irish pubs. There's a really good Scottish pub over in Oregon City in in portland and i would take you there and have the best guinness i've had in america that's what i would do with you nice and then you just want to go buy a ticket to ireland because i know that you already want to do that anyway so i'm just basically <laughs> i'm just basically feeding the <laughs> feeding the addiction even more that actually brings one more quick question to mind and there's nothing really behind this necessarily other than i guess closeness but is there any kind of rivalry between scotland and ireland no, not really. Um, if you've seen the movie Braveheart, it, it's kind of like that. So the Scottish and the Irish hate the English. It's always been that thing. I, I mean, it's lessened up a little bit, but you know, the, the history's there. Like, um, I have friends that are just, um, my, fr- one of my good friends is, has the English accent, the whole thing, and he's living in Ireland and he will tell you straight up that they hate the English. It's that simple. My dad was a taxi driver. And he's got a full-on English accent, and yeah, he he would tell you the same thing. There's there's people everywhere that kind of have their own that attach themselves to history that really isn't theirs. Um, well, yeah, I hate the English. They did all this. Well, where were you? You weren't even born. What the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, it's there is a little bit of that, but um, no Scottish or Irish rivalry at all. It literally is. We're kind of on the same page when it comes to that kind of stuff. Interesting. We um God, I forgot. It was you that Dan that was with me when we were talking to the the guy from Sweden. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We uh, we talked to this gentleman from gentleman from Sweden and he was telling us about how you know his relationship to the countries nearby like Denmark and stuff like that. And there is um a bit of a rivalry sort of with Denmark. So I didn't know if there was like, you know, if it was a closest thing and maybe you guys i love scandinavian countries dude they're the best you know and the the thing the reason i love them the most is because they're so fucking laid back it's not even funny like they are so relaxed about pretty much everything and on top of that you know they're you know they're viking countries so growing up as a as a kid and then also as a as a teenager (laughs) and in my 20s Let's just say the Vikings didn't bring back any ugly ones and they have really good women over there. So, yeah. yeah so, um, yeah, it, I've always enjoyed, I've always enjoyed Scandinavian countries. They're great. They're great fun. Now I enjoy them even more because, uh, that whole Russian thing is going on and they're basically just flipping them off going, Hey, we're joining NATO. <laughs> what was that? You're going to attack us. Go on. <laughs> it's like, I dare you. You're already losing against like the smallest fucking opponent you ever had. So let's crack on with that one. <laughs> there must be some sort of like inborn confidence that's down from the ages. Yeah, I totally believe it. They were they were kind of on the fence, but they've just kind of seen how the world has gone. 
dude, you're you're fighting for nothing. Like nobody supports your cause. There's like like maybe China, but like even now they're going, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it's like that drunk friend at a bar that's just picking a fight with this one guy, and you're like, come on, dude, let's go. <laughs> no, you called me this name. I want this stool. It's like it's over. Just walk away. <laughs> we could, and I would almost like to get into that sort of conversation just because you have a bit of an international you know, opinion, a bit of a, a flavor from afar that would give good input on that. But I'm not going to go that route. What I do want to hear about is more of what you've got going on as far as at least the uh, the podcast, the unscripted perspective. You said a little bit about it here and there. I've got a feel for what I think it is, but why don't you tell us exactly what you got going on there? So the unscripted perspective is, um, so I started it like pre-COVID, well, just around COVID, I would say, because I got bored. I was just, uh, re- I've been like DJing, I've been doing all this stuff throughout my career and life, and I really love creating. So podcasting, much like yourself, you know, it's 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 addictive. Um, so I got into it really quickly. Um, I started it because I just love changing people's perspective on on certain things. So the unscripted part was just, we just have chats. It's like having a beer or a monster <laughs> with a bunch of friends uh, and just chatting. You know, I've had such good luck. Like um, I met um, a woman named Eileen Shapiro. She is a publicist for damn near everyone that's ever been <laughs> on the East Coast um, and, and, and afar. Like she's got like... Um, I had the publicist for um, Michael Jackson, Howard Bloom on. And like, I've just, I've had so many great guests. I've had life coaches. I've had Reiki, animal Reiki experts. I've had paranormal investigators. I've had astrophysicists, uh, physicists. I can say it. I can, I promise. (laughs) Um, Just, I love having interesting conversations with people. I've had musicians. I've had, I just had, two great artists that um, are up and coming that uh, the episodes will be coming out soon um, and just, just connecting with great people. I mean, this is why I uh, wanted to come on here. I love connecting with people. It's, it's a great feeling. It's a, it's really cool. Just meeting, meeting people from all over the globe. I've had podcasts with, with people in India, Tokyo, you name it, um, Australia. I say no to nobody, uh, generally speaking, depending on, depending on what their expertise is, but it's always interesting hearing from different people. So the unscripted perspective really is that um, I have interesting people. I never have anyone. It's never a publicity stunt. I don't have anyone. I wouldn't have a chat with in a bar basically. So they're all interesting in some form. And we just sit down have a conversation, learn about what they do. Obviously it's geared toward them getting some kind of positive impact to their careers from it. So we do talk about them, but um, yeah, it goes off just kind of like what we did, like a lazy river. We're kind of talking about everything. So it's enjoyable. It's about an hour long most of the time. Uh, sometimes it goes a little bit longer um, depending on the guest because you just know more than this. You just get into conversations and they're they're in depth, they're enjoyable, and you just keep going. So uh, that's pretty much that podcast for, for me. I um, I love it. And it's not going anywhere anytime soon because there's plenty more people to speak with. So right on. That's actually really cool. Right I'm, um, I love that aspect of podcasting where, like you, you said, you you're learning from at least something from so many different people and people that you would never have come into contact with 
the people that while they may be even experts in their field are still people that you would never have a reason to talk to, you know, except like you have this podcast and you're trying to get uh, their message out or you're trying to learn from them in some way. Right. I mean, look at this. Look at this. I mean, I would never have spoken to you two dudes if it wasn't for broadcasting. And, you know, not to be corny and 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 whatever, but like you guys are cool dudes. So I'm actually really happy to have spoken to you guys and, and met you guys. Um, I We were chatting kind of in text message before hit and record. And I've gotten to blows with people on Facebook over this dude. So <laughs> like it's, it's yeah, I like, actually uh, tell Dan that story. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, it's really cool connecting with people, like I said, and um, when you're meeting people that are genuinely just trying to make a positive impact on the world, it's even better. So um, yeah, kudos to you two guys. Um, you're doing pretty much the same kind of work I'm doing in a different way. And I love, I love connecting with that. So that's really cool. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, we I appreciate, appreciate that, the, uh, man. You know the kind words, and um, I, I love Dan's. I love Dan's gamer headset. That's. <laughs> I have to tell you that story someday, Dan. That guy's crazy. Right on. Uh, I was I was <laughs> tempted whether or not to like put this stranger whose name I can barely even remember on blast on my on my small podcast, but it wasn't even <laughs> worth it. So I'll just tell you it like no. you know the rest of it off off of uh, uh, camera one day or whenever you want to hear it. Corey's got grace. That's what it's all about. Corey's got grace. He's not going to blast anyone that doesn't deserve it. We actually, um, just to touch on that, Facebook is is a great way to connect, but it's also a great way for people to vent and throw uh, misdirected anger around the world. And yeah, poor Corey was just a victim of that. Uh, somebody misinterpreted his uh, invite to be on a podcast and just put him on blast without even finding more about Corey. So hmm. I just went to blows with a dude I'd never met before and <laughs> made him look like a chump. And um, I'm glad I did because Corey is far from whatever he thought uh, he was. So I was right. He was wrong. Na 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 na. over here. I want. I, I think I'm not mentioning the message. I do not release these as full videos because I'm just terrible at like a full performance, so to speak. But I do chop them up into clips and and post them on reels and such. And um, I will be sure to tag you or at you or whatever the case may be on Facebook. Cool. And I might have. I might have to take that one just there and put that one up just to make myself feel better. That was that was sweet. That made me that made me smile. Um, <laughs> nice. One more thing though that uh, did come up. You've been doing this obviously for a while. You've been talking to, you know, almost certainly uh, far more people than us. We, as I mentioned in the, uh, and maybe this is not something that everybody cares about, but I care about it. So fuck them. But every, every day that we have an interview, me and Dan both are like, you know, like an hour or two hours before our stomachs start to tighten up. We like, I got to pee. I got to poop. Like, Uh I'm so nervous. I'm so stressed. And, and I tell myself one, there's no reason to feel that way. But also, too, it's okay. You know, just that's you can feel that way. That's fine. But did you ever have that problem? And and how did you get over it? Yeah. You know, nerves for me uh, in the beginning were because I wanted I wanted the guests to get the best out of the experience. It wasn't about me. I didn't I don't give a shit about me. It's it is what it is. My nerves were always about the experience, whether the technology was going to fail, whether the Internet was going to just explode. But now, you know, it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, these are just people at the end of the day. I've had so many podcasts where I've literally, like literally last night, um, my guest couldn't get the link to work. So I had to do a bit of remote IT on her laptop to figure (laughs) out how to get it going. 
uh, the the couple of nights before. I don't know if you guys have Comcast where you are, but Comcast decided to just redo some weird shit to my router and had to reset it. So mid podcast, I had to stop the whole thing and redo it. And it lost everything that we recorded and I had to start oh. again. So can you just start it again? Just start it again. I, I, cause here's the thing. If you're going to do it, do it right. That's my thing. If, if it crashes, it crashes. Do it again. If it, if stuff happens, stuff happens. It's all good. The nerves, um, I think you're talking about are just meeting people, meeting people for the first time, kind of not knowing if they're going to be crazy or not. I, I don't care anymore because you know what? At the end of the day, you're going to do a recording. You get to choose if it goes out or not. I, yeah, those same, I tell myself That's that same true. thing. Like it's, it's even up to me if anybody else hears it. Yeah. And, if, if it's a bunch of shit, if somebody doesn't <laughs> say anything you want to hear or anyone else wants to hear, then, um, delete and move on. Like it's, it's kind of like if that guy actually did get on the show and you guys realized he was a fucking insane dude, then you know what? Delete and move on. Yeah. That's kind of me. I, I'll be honest. I'm so laid back now. I, my, my routine is so we record right after the kids go to bed, but right before they go to bed, I'm setting it up and literally five minutes before we even hit record, I'm still chewing on whatever I want to chew on. I'm, I'm haven't even cracked open my monster that I'm going to be drinking for the, for the, the show. I'm just relaxed because at the end of the day, um, if you're not comfortable and you're not relaxed, show is all about you at the end of the day you are you're the you're the driver you wouldn't get in a car after drinking a bunch of alcohol and being misguided so don't hop on a podcast and do the same thing just be relaxed it doesn't matter who cares it's just a podcast at the end of the day and you guys are too good at what you're doing to fucking worry about that shit that's not well, worth i appreciate it. you saying that appreciate and that. every every word that you did say you know is a little bit more help for for me in my mental state and i i just you got you got Iron Maiden in the background, dude. What are you worried about? Like, seriously, <laughs> I've also got like, Guns and Roses right here behind. Me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I see. I, I see mean, that right by your show. I will have to listen to those sometimes before we start recording. Uh, yeah, just it's to, to get myself on it. track. What what calms you down in that that kind of instance for you? It, just starting. It's it's uh, it's terrible until you, until you or whoever comes on, and then as soon as we start talking, I kind of get a little more comfortable. I get them to give me an introduction which gives me, you know, talking points that I can then go off of. Because like you said, my, my concern isn't for me. My concern isn't, you know, but Dan's going to have a booger or anything like that. My concern is that like, I want the guest to have a good time. I want to get it. Like it's a, it's a win if the guest has a good time. And if the guest says, I want to come back, then that's like, you know, stellar. That's even better. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm constantly worried that, you know, there will be something that be it a, a the wrong saying the wrong thing or you know like you were saying the internet goes crazy or uh, the power goes out or something like that because it, it, at that point you were like yeah i just start over but with me i'm gonna be like well fuck like like do i start over like <laughs> like you know what yeah. do i do do these yeah. people like these people have lives like you know like it's how going to happen bro it's going to happen and you just have to be at one with your whole way of thinking and just either hit record again or reschedule whatever whatever works for you at the end of the day it's going to happen it's just it's like you could be the best driver in the world but you're gonna have an accident in the car at one point like it's gonna happen if someone hits you or you hit them it's gonna happen it's just the people are fucking crazy and you, you could be the best driver in the world but that just is the way it is for me like like i'm i'm about to start doing live 
live recordings. So <laughs> his face, his face, he's like, no. oh shit, man, that's no. not gonna happen. So um, for me, One again, day, it's a, maybe, yeah, but it's about producing content. Um, the next level is live for me. It's going to be stressful. I know it is, but um, for me, like I had the astrophysicist on and I know everything that was, he, he does stuff that it's the episode is out. It's, it's awesome. The guy is from London. He's like studying extraterrestrial activity. He's um, looking for life on other planets. It's like, it's just absolutely incredible the guy is so smart he makes like i'm just like a four-year-old to him like as far as intellectual um content and he is just so good at what he does so uh, when i got off um i literally was like man we could have gone for four hours and it would have been still a great podcast so i said um because i stop recording but we still stay on air and we still start chatting afterwards because i love connecting with them outside of that and I just said, Hey, do you want to do a live? Like, cause we can totally set that up. I think it'd be a great idea. And for, for those who are actually wanting to do podcasts, this is something that I want to address. I don't pay for anything. I'm not paying for shit. Like, yeah, people, I like, don't pay for people su- talking about like, Oh, my host and how, what, what's a good host? You know, like, I don't want to pay a lot. I don't pay fucking shit. Like, yeah, I just post I'm, my stuff for free. I, I use, um, it used to be Anchor, now it's um, Podcaster, uh, Spotify Podcaster, or whatever it's called. Um, they rebranded. Um, and then I use Zencaster, I have uh, StreamYard. I basically attack all the freebies out there and use them to their extent. Um, and that's it. I mean, you don't have to be this amazing whiz kid to do that. So, I mean, not diluting us, obviously, because we work pretty hard at our podcast. But um, yeah, I mean, it's not rocket science. And guys, I can't say this enough. Like, this has been awesome. Like, I love talking to people. And you guys are, are there's no reason for you ever to be sitting on, on the other side going, shit, we're about to get a guy. He's Irish. What the fuck are we going to talk about? Um, <laughs> there was a little I mean, bit of that. Oh, it was at you, one point it was like, well, I know he's Irish, but I don't know what to talk about other than that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but Corey, like, um, Dan's got a fucking gamer headset on. You couldn't be any more, <laughs> you couldn't be any more relaxed when it comes to doing this podcast. You're good, dude. You're so good. Don't you even worry that about it. earbuds. <laughs> it's all good, man, and it sounds good too. So I'm, I'm right. Yeah, that's cool. really all that matters. I mean, I hear yeah. and you hear, and that's all that. That's all we care it's about. A, right. It's not a low end one. It's a, it's a middle of the road headset. So should be okay. Right. right that's it. Right on. Well, that that was good. That was uh, once again that went longer than I expected. But you were uh, once again much cooler than I could have hoped for. So you know, thank you for coming on. Appreciate and that. Us some great content. We had you know we one of our uh, one of our slogans. We have a bunch that we basically said once and then never said again. But one of them is that we uh, we learn a little and, and laugh a lot. And you know, we definitely laughed. So hopefully, somebody learned something too. Hey, I'm I'm hey. Anytime you want me back, I am available and ready to go. Obviously, you know my parameters as far as being a parent as well. Hashtag dad life. Um, but uh, yeah, guys, um, it, it, like kudos to you guys. You're doing a great job at the podcasting. Um, it's it's eighty percent of podcasts fail or quit within the first six months. So if you've gone past six months, you're good. Right at, Just keep we're going. About right at six months. Yeah. Right. So we're close. Yeah, so I'm don't quit, dude. Quit, but I'm gonna keep. I'll just change the show to your only dad, and then just keep <laughs> it going. 
<laughs> it's uh like you said it's like even with the nausea and the stress it's addicting like just like just posting a reel on tiktok it's like i get a, a, a you know a fix from that uh, because i'm shit like at social media that's the one thing something. that's the one thing i'm not good at is social media i've literally enlisted help from so many people to get this right because my followers are um are kind of all over the place my listenership is great but the follower side of it is just yeah, I really need to get better at Instagram and that shit. My wife is amazing at it, but she just couldn't give two shits about doing any of that for me. So um, she's got her own Instagram stuff and TikTok and all that stuff. Yeah, no, I'm so awful with that. I'm, so maybe that's what is your, uh, your niche that you're, you're, that is the key to your success is just um, killing that social media. I do post. I'm on TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook Reels and uh, and YouTube Shorts. And and I do get, you know, a decent views for somebody that no one knows and that doesn't have any followers, really. I think that even the show only has, like, uh, last count, we had about 27 listeners or something like that. Uh, like, you can go on, you know, spod, uh, yeah. uh, Spodcast, Spotify for podcasters and uh, and find out, you know, how many followers you have on there. And then the um, oh, I use Acast, and that that tells me how many followers I have from, like, other places. So, right, 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 you know, right. all together we're we're growing uh, slowly and if i if we were growing faster i wouldn't do the social media at all because like you it's not really my thing and i don't have any followers everybody that like talks to me just does it on facebook uh do you get um this is this is going to take us off into another tangent i swear i'll let you go after this but Well, hey, everybody. Guess that Philip was so great, we're going to have to turn this into a two-parter. I just wanted to drop you a quick message so you guys' brain didn't explode when you were wondering why we stopped off in the middle of a sentence. I guess I'll see you again next week. Have fun until then. And remember, no one's half the battle. <laughs>